Welcome to The Beautiful Mess, where we talk about tools and tactics to improve your life. I'm your host, Paul Dittis, and I welcome you aboard as we talk about minimalism. And in particular, is minimalism going out of style? Uh, there was a comment that I had on a YouTube video that basically said, the phrase, the, the phrase minimalist makes normal people want to puke. Ah. Uh. Yeah, lovely. So that's one comment I got on one of my YouTube videos. It was just, you know, I alluded to one of this tech thing that I was reviewing was the minimalist version. You know, it was the best minimalist choice. Um, So someone took offense to me using the word minimalist. Um, So that was interesting. And then uh, I believe it was a little bit after that, that Matt Diavella, um, he was the one that worked on the minimalist documentary uh both he's done two documentaries for the minimalists both um the first one i would i'd recommend watching um it was it was pretty good and so he put out a youtube video and it's titled is this the end of minimalism and his thumbnail says goodbye minimalism question mark Uh, and in that video he kind of alludes to how the popularity of minimalism is kind of dying down a little bit at least as far as like search the amount of times people search the word minimalists or minimalism uh is not as frequent as it was say in 2015 2016 um and in those it definitely ramped up uh especially as that documentary came out uh so yeah that that's definitely something um to take in consideration is like is it going out of style? Is it just a fad? Like, should you not even think about minimalism once, you know, since, since it's going out of style or is it something that's timeless? Is it something that you should consider starting today if you aren't already a minimalist? Uh, so we'll, we'll kind of dive into that a little bit here. Um, so I guess like, how would I define minimalism? Um, it's kind of like the pursuit of less so that you can live a more meaningful, wholesome life. To me, it's like this beautiful simplicity uh, because oftentimes we live in this consumer consumerism, like, you know, that mindset that more, 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 I need to buy, you know, the latest gear, the latest gadget. Uh, and if I don't have that, I'm not keeping up with the Jones or, you know, whatever. It's, it's like you uh, fall prey to this mindset that, more is better, but, uh, it's not always the case. You know, if, if you had all the, you know, gold in the world, would that make you happy? Probably not. Uh, so it's, it's something to keep in mind. Uh, in fact, as I was like preparing for this episode, um, I searched, you know, on, on Reddit to see what, what people are talking about. And this, um, came up, it was somebody posted on Reddit, basically, Um, The topic was like, rather than seeing items as objects, see them as magnets for your attention. And the idea that came about was basically, um, was James Clear, the person that wrote Atomic Habits, I guess, uh, wrote in his newsletter, um, this, this quote, and it says, look around your environment, rather than seeing items as objects, see them as magnets for your attention. Each object gently pulls a certain amount of your attention toward it. 
whether whenever you discard something, the tug of that object is released. You get some attention back. And I think that's very true. It's like the more you allow things into your life, the more you allow it to, um, you know, it, it requires your attention. And uh, one of my history teachers talked about this idea that like everything kind of um, degrades over time. You think about civilizations, eventually they kind of degrade um, if they are not kept up, if you do not do maintenance. Your car will break down if you do not keep it up. Uh, so I think, you know, minimalism it can be a good reminder for how to live a meaningful, simple life um, so that like you're not merely mindlessly consuming uh, whether it's content, whether it's uh, materials, like, you know, this, your books, you, you name it. Like uh, minimalism can be applied to many different aspects. Um, so I, I think like what the pain point that minimalism kind of answers is like, uh, you know, people like when they fill their lives with so much stuff, like they, they can't help but feel like maybe a little bit of an emptiness. They, they realize that, you know, every time they get, you know, they get that new thing, they all of a sudden have this like maybe a release of dopamine. They, they finally succeeded in getting that thing that they desired. But in the end, it probably, you know, doesn't leave them fulfilled. It doesn't leave them feeling like this was enriching their life. It was just, you know, this is what the culture is telling me I need. Uh, and we switched from a mindset of like repairing things to replacing things. Uh, so like the lifespan of a single object is, is shorter than it was, you know, maybe 20, 30, 40, 50 years. I don't know. Um, because like we we're in this discard mindset. Um, but there's some things in life that we shouldn't discard. There's some things in life that maybe we should repair. Um, so yeah, I mean, is minimalism still popular? I, I definitely think that there is something to minimalism, maybe going a little bit out of style. Uh, but I think that the idea behind it and, um, the importance of living a meaningful life with less, um, is ever present. Like you, can really, um, you know, benefit from reducing stuff. And like, I was uh, thinking about it before this episode, like what would be like five areas that I could just like point out to you, uh, that might be a good place to start. Like if you're, if you're interested in minimalism, um, so basically <laughs> some of the areas was one, your email inbox your email inbox is probably bombarded with all kinds of emails, uh, you know, and it's like crazy how many emails you get. So what I would encourage you is go through your email, decide what is bringing you value. If there are newsletters that you no longer want, unsubscribe. Do not subscribe to them anymore uh, because they will just keep on coming into your inbox uh, and then, you know, it, you're just going to get tons and tons of emails every day and each of them are trying to get your attention. Um, and so the, the more you can reduce the, the stress of looking at your email, the better, 
Uh, so I'd highly recommend that. And then also on the front end of things, like consider before you sign up for an email, um, the, like there's so many different places that you can put in your email address. It's, I mean, I, I know a lot about it, you know, from marketing standpoint, it's like you want to create like lead generators and those are the things that you want to click on uh, and get that one thing. Maybe it's a PDF, maybe it's, um, and, and that can be helpful, like, by all means, if you think that there's a helpful thing to get, get it um, and then to assess the value of it. But like if there's something that like you're on the fence, maybe just don't do it because then you're going to have to deal with getting tons of emails that you might not be interested in. Uh, so that's that's one thing to consider. The other thing that I recommend minim- being a minimalist about is your car. Be a minimalist for your car. So uh, go through your car empty out everything, everything that you do not need in your car. Obviously, there's certain things that you need in your car. If they're for safety reasons, if they're for insurance, you name it, uh, you can keep that in the car, obviously. But I'm telling you, in all the in all likelihood, your car is filled with things that just, you know, came in at one point and just never left. So I give you... Uh, this encouragement to go to your car, you know, tonight, tomorrow morning, and like, go check it out and see what you can do to like, either just clean it out, get a trash bag, get another bag for anything that you want to bring back in the house or even maybe donate. Uh, But I encourage you just like, clean it out. There's no reason why you have to live with a dirty car. And just keep in that mindset. Don't let your car get dirty. So whenever you come back home from maybe you went to fast food, who knows, um, you got like the the bag and you toss it in the back. Don't let it sit there. Bring it in with you so it doesn't, you know, uh, haunt you for the next five weeks. Um, And then another area is your finances. So uh, at one point I had a a couple of different credit cards. Um, I'm a big fan of paying them off whenever, you know, you get this, you know, every single month, just pay it off every single month. That way you don't, you know, carry a balance uh, if you're able. Um, However, I had a couple different credit cards and I decided to simplify as part of being a minimalist. I decided that I did not need to have, you know, three, four different credit cards. I just needed maybe one or two. So I encourage you like, if you don't need to have that hassle of checking, you know, five different accounts, you know, don't do it. Simplify, reduce the amount of accounts that you have to check. Uh, the same goes with your bank account. If you want to consolidate, you know, maybe you created one account just to get like a bonus or whatever, you know, like sometimes, especially credit cards, like they give you that incentive to sign up initially and then you just never close the account. So, um, maybe go through and reduce the amount of accounts that you have. Um, and yeah, simplify, simplify. Uh, and then lastly, your life, just be more in like, uh, persistent about your yeses and your nos. Like be like, understand that whenever you say yes to some, something, you're saying no to something else. Uh, so it's very important to have a mindset of, uh, like if I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? Uh, because 
your time is limited. Your time uh, is one of the most value re- valuable resources. And, you know, sometimes we just throw it around like it's nothing. Um, by all means, be generous. By all means, um, you know, do things that are meaningful to you. But at the same time, like, don't feel like you have to say yes to somebody just because they asked you. Um, you can be polite and just say, thank you. So thanks so much for thinking of me. Unfortunately, you know, I'm not going to be able to do it. I can't make it this time. So, um, no, just be conscious of that. Like your time is limited. (laughs) Memento mori. Remember that you're going to die at some time. And, uh, how do you want your life to shape out? Um, there's a song, uh, from Switchfoot, um, John Foreman. It's like, this is your life. Are you who you meant to be? Are you who you are meant to be? Um, and I think that's like a great question to ask yourself. Like, am I who I'm meant to be? Like, this is my life. This is it. You know, we, we got one shot for, for this life. So, um, make the most of it. Like if, if you're doing stuff that you hate, what can you do to, you know, get closer to moving towards something that you love? Uh, this is something that we've talked about in earlier episodes about like finding work that you absolutely love um, and not just becoming complacent because it's so easy to just like, you know, just drift. You're just like going through the motions. Um, so think about that. Like how can you minimize, minimize, I don't know if that's a word, uh, minim be a minimalist in your life so that you can focus, you know, do less, but better. Uh, and that kind of leads me to, uh, other areas that you can, you know, experience minimalism, uh, kind of in a different way, I would say. Um, but like minimalism in art, minimalism in design, minimalism in music, uh, so like examples of minimalism in design, uh, I talked about them in another episode, but, uh, Dieter, Dieter Rams, his idea of less, but better and his 10 principles for good design. Uh, it's really in- interesting. Um, so I encourage you to look up that, uh, there's also a great documentary on Dieter Rams. I think it's called Rams. Um, so that that's a good example of a minimalist designer. Uh, another person might be Johnny Ive from Apple who was behind designing things like, you know, a lot of Apple's products. Uh, and then you have art, you have art that's minimalist. Um, there's music that's minimalist. I think of Philip Glass as an example of that. Um, you know, there, there's a beauty to that. Uh, it's, it's kind of different than other art forms, um, because minimalism in music, uh, there's not as much happening. It's more subtle. Sometimes they repeat things over and over again. Um, but sometimes it's like the phrasing of the music and you can kind of hear it, um, as it maybe you know, takes you on a journey in a different way than, you know, a piece by Bach, a piece by Beethoven. Um, maybe it's through the dynamics. Maybe they play, play the same chord progression over and over again. That's highly uh, typical of minimalist music. Um, but maybe like they're just like showing the, you know, the movement in different ways. Um, 
I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting style. Um, yeah, I would recommend, uh, checking it out. You know, just, it's, it's neat to experience different kinds of art. Um, design minimalism is very beautiful. I really appreciate a beautiful, simple design. Um, you know, things that like web design, you, the UI, UX, user interface, user experience, um, is a lot about creating a way for people to experience your website that's intuitive, that's simple, um, that's easy to understand. Um, Apple's website is somewhat minimalistic, I would say. And one more example of a minimalist composer would be Arvo Pert. Uh, his music's really interesting. Uh, he invented kind of this style called the Tintinabuli. Uh, not sure if I said that exactly right, but it's like imitating bells. So it's pretty, pretty interesting stuff. So highly recommend checking out Arbo Parrot and maybe Philip Glass would be two, two artists that I'd recommend checking out. And then as far as like minimalists that you can check out and like get more ideas on how to minimize, like maybe declutter your house, I would recommend checking out uh, Joshua Becker, my believe it's becoming minimalist is his uh his blog that he created um he's got some great resources on there uh so yeah i think it's becoming minimalist.com um so yeah check out his stuff great great guy um and then also recommend you know checking out the minimalists they got some fantastic resources they've got a podcast as well uh matt diavella uh, he's got some awesome, he's like a funny YouTuber. Uh, so be sure to check out his stuff. Highly recommend. And like maybe one of your concerns, like if you're starting to think about minimalism, uh, this was interesting, uh, an article from the art of manliness I read a while ago, um, that basically it talked about how there could be a problem with minimalism if, you know, I guess applied wrongly. Um, so basically if you were to apply minimalism in like a way that basically you end up thinking about stuff even more or just about the same as like a normal consumer, because all of a sudden you're doing the reverse of, you know, a consumer, you're thinking about how to get rid of stuff and therefore your mind is on stuff again. It's just the reduction of stuff. So, um, I believe it's just having a mindset of why you're doing it um, and to always kind of circle back to uh, the important reason behind being a minimalist, Um, you know, so maybe you're being a minimalist so you can focus more on things that matter, like your family, your friends, um, you know, that there's a lot of things that get in the way of, you know, having a meaningful life. If, you know, you own so much stuff and it takes so much time to maintain it. Uh, you know, it, it can become too much. So, um, that, that could be a negative of minimalism is like, if you start thinking about stuff too much, um, even while you're trying to reduce it. So, um, you know, I, and I would also explore the idea of essentialism. I'd highly recommend the book Essentialism by Greg McKeon. Um, that's a fantastic book. 
And it's essentialism and minimalism are somewhat related, I would say. Um, let me see if I can give you a definition from, let's see. Okay, so yeah, the definition of essentialism is basically defined as less but better. That again comes from Dieter Rams, uh, the designer, uh, who's very much a minimalist um, designer. So, and then I believe this is a quote from the book. It says, only once you give yourself the permission to stop trying to do it all, to stop saying yes to everyone, can you make your highest contribution towards the things that really matter? Again, it's, you know, you got to say no to things that are of lesser value to you so you can say yes to the things that matter the most to you. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a, a quick dive into minimalism and whether it's dead or not and whether you should check it out or not. I think it's worth exploring. Uh, there's definitely areas of your life if you minimize, I think you'd be happier. Uh, for example, you know, if there's any clutter, I mean, and, and this is what people say often is like, minimalism isn't necessarily trying to get rid of all your stuff. It's like um, trying to live with less so that you can live a more fulfilling, more meaningful life. Uh, and that sometimes just means having a really clean and tidy house, which who doesn't want that? Uh, you can find your stuff a little bit easier. You have, you know, a place and a purpose for your stuff. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's it. So, um, hope you enjoy this episode. If you do make sure you smash that like button, subscribe, follow wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, write to me if you'd like, I'd love to hear from you. Maybe, uh, shoot me a message and, you know, let me know if you're a minimalist or if you're pursuing minimalism. I'd love to hear uh, what you think of minimalism. Um, yeah, that's that's all, friends. Um, let me know if there's if you there's anything else that you have. Maybe you have a question about minimalism. Be happy to answer it. Uh, also, I'd love to have Spencer back on the episode. Uh, he's also a minimalist, so uh, maybe we could talk about minimalism in another episode. Um, well, that, that's all, friends. Thanks so much for sticking around here. Until next time, stay messy. Stay messy.